0: You want your five star matches? <laughs> you want your 30 minute classics? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Big meaty man slapping me. <laughs> What is good uh CWC. Um we're here with another episode of the Slapping Me to Wrestling podcast. This one um is probably going to be a little bit quicker, who knows, but it's going to be um one major topic. I uh, we I am going to have one question from the Discord that I unintentionally left off of Wednesday's episode that I completely forgot about while I was preparing for that show. But we're going to go ahead and talk about it today. I do apologize. DJ Wavy D, dude, should first off be my executive producer. I've always said, just by the way, sort of as an aside, um, I've always said if I ever had the money, uh, if I ever had the money to to start and make, like, podcasting my job, uh, you know, if I win the lottery... And it's like one of those like $8 million or excuse me, $800 million lottery prizes that you win. I'm starting, a, uh, first of all, I'm just going to let, let y'all know. I'm starting the We2D podcast network and everyone who wants to have a fucking podcast on it, uh, we can work out a deal to where that could be your job, right? And 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 DJ Wavy D is, is through writing my shows basically with all the questions. And they're very good questions, Um he's he's won the spot of you're going to be my executive producer when that happens if that ever happens just because like bro you ask some questions that I don't even think of and 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 that's that's what I like um about this community is people think of wrestling in a spectrum of ways there's so many like there's not one way to be a wrestling fan and, and to think of wrestling And I love that. Even among the casuals, we all have a different perspective of, I don't think there's one definition. So like the title of this episode is what makes you a casual fan? I don't think there's one definition of casual fan. I think there is a spectrum of, of how casual you are, and I'll explain that here in a minute. We're going to get to DJ Wavy D's question first, and it's actually a very good question that my response two, three years ago would have been so much different than my response will be on this episode, and, and I'll explain my progression through that. Um, so the question is uh, essentially along the lines of um, do I think, do, do people think, Think, but mostly he's asking, like, for my opinion, do I think that WWE could put on a one to two hour women's only television show? Um, and do I think, like, do I think that that would work? Now, if you were to ask me this question when I was in my unhinged phase, and for those who don't know, which is everyone, because it averaged like two viewers, uh, uh ever, um, it, uh, And one of them was me, by the way. Um, But uh, I used to have a podcast called the Unhinged Wrestling Podcast. When I was a super IWC, like, hardcore fan, I had a podcast called the Unhinged Wrestling Podcast where um, the entire goal of that was I was completely playing a gimmick to where I took my belief and I turned it up to 10 and I played the heel. I love playing the heel. It's so fun, right? But I'm not... What I realized was it wasn't fucking entertaining. And because I relied on, as I've come through the, you know, looking back at that podcast, what I realized was because I relied on being the heel and just trying to get heat, I I did that because I lacked anything that provided any benefit to someone listening. And so people would listen if they wanted to listen, they would listen for the the comments so that they could shit on it rather than just listening because they enjoyed the show. And so when I transitioned into this, to the slapping meat wrestling podcast, I told myself, you can't play a gimmick. You can't rely on cheap heat you can't rely on hot takes. You just have to give your opinion. If it is a hot take, that's what it is. But you can't rely on only giving hot takes. You just have to be yourself. And so that's what this is here. Um, and back then, in my unhinged phase, I would my hot take was women's wrestling by itself would not work, and it it was a belief that I had. But I I I didn't believe. That anybody would actually want to sit and watch an all-woman wrestling show for one to two hours every single week, I just didn't think it would it would sell. Now, I am sort of of that same opinion. However, I think it could work. I think this would work for WWE. It and it, and it could only be like WWE and AEW. Like Impact couldn't do an all-woman show and it get over because impact itself is not over with a mainstream crowd, right? It could only be a uh, someone that already has millions of fans that watch the product because the ratings for it will not be 1.8 million people. People will not in bulk. You're not going to get 3 million people to watch. That's just the case for all women's sports, though. It's not because you're... Less than, that's just the case, right? If you check the ratings between the NBA championship, the NBA finals, and the WNBA finals, there's a massive, right? And and here's what I praise about the, the NBA and the WNBA. At least the NBA is giving money and supporting the WNBA, right? I wish the NHL, I love hockey. I love women's hockey. Women's hockey is very entertaining because it's such a different Approach to hockey, like men's hockey, is um, finesse in tor- terms of like speed, s- you know, skill, and and a lot of times physicality. Whereas women's hockey, they don't hit as much, they don't fight ever. I actually, I think it is a, it's against the rules in women's pro hockey to fight. I think they they wear the cages over the face, so it'd be impractical to fight. Um, but women's hockey is fun to watch. Like, the Olympics, women's hockey is one of the sports I'm watching in the Winter Olympics. Um, but the viewership for the WNBA is much different than the viewership for the NBA just because that's just sort of how things are. So the ratings for a all-women show, they're not going to be near what a Raw or SmackDown will draw in. But I think it could work but there has to be a caveat here. This is my answer. Yes, it would work, but it has to be for the mid-card. This is what you do. You, 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 have the, you have the two women's championships now, so you build this all-woman show. It only needs to be an hour. doesn't have to be anything more than that. It only needs to be an hour, and you... Make it the mid-card of the women's division. You put a mid-card title on the show. That's the main thing you're fighting for. And then you move forward. right? Then you just book the mid-card through there. And I think that could work. Because I think it's needed, actually. Because the women's division in, in WWE is so deep with talent. I mean, when we're sitting here talking about Bailey and Becky, not even in the top five women in WWE right now, right? You got Rhea, you got Raquel, you got Liv, right? Chelsea, Sonya, then you got Bailey and Becky and Trish and, and Zoe, and Ronda and Shayna and and Maxine Dupree. The I just named what ten, and that's just that's just like half the show. I don't even think I named anyone. Other than Bailey that's from SmackDown. On SmackDown, you know, you got Shotzi and Bianca and Charlotte. Like there's so much talent. There's so much depth. You bring in the NXT girls with Roxanne and and Tiffany Stratton and Thea Hale and Cora Jade and JC Jane and, and and you just start to name off these names and you get a page of thirty women deep that could all be viable candidates if booked properly. There's so much talent in the women's division for WWE. So there's two things you do. You cut the fat and you cut the roster down, which I don't think is practical and doesn't need to happen, or you add more time for the women's division. So, yes, I think a one-hour show would be fine, but it has to be the mid-card only, and it has to benefit to the story of, right, and then... And so this could be a show where, you know, Maxine Dupree gets a, gets some, a majority of the time going against people like Nikki Cross and and, and Tegan Knox and Emma. And you could build up legitimate threats in the mid-card to make them main event, main card guys and girls. Excuse me, girls. Um, but in the same way, I also think they could do the same with the mid card of the of the men as well and and so i think the better idea would just be to add a what main event is maybe even like superstar bring back superstars cut main event out that does literally nothing for nobody um and and make wwe superstars again and put it on like a wednesday night i wouldn't do wednesday i'd be fair put it on like a thursday night um on like a Thursday night, and WWE superstars have it be a two-hour show where you dedicate an hour to the women's mid mid card and an hour to the men's main card, and these are like the the up and coming like people who who we should focus on, and then have the story transcend between Raw, uh, NXT, Superstars, and SmackDown. Now, is that too much wrestling? We can, we can argue that. Whatever you do, I, I definitely think, though, that there needs to be something to help get over the mid-card of the, the, of the roster in general, but especially the mid-card of the women's division. And the best way you could do that is give it a one-hour show where you have a mid-card belt that the mid-card is fighting for and to make them feel important. Um, so, so yeah, so Wavy D, the answer to your question is yes, it's needed. And yes, I think it would work. People would tune in. I believe not as many as Raw or SmackDown, but I do believe people would tune in for that. All right. So now we're going to move into the main topic of this episode here. And I don't know how long this is going to take. This is going to come off more rant based than I probably want it to, um, and I don't know what kind of um, rabbit trail that I'm going to follow here. Um, we're going to answer the question I asked in the in the title: What makes you a casual fan? I think so. So first off, I have to put this preface. Um, I don't think there's one definition. Uh, i think that there's a spectrum of a fandom um and so what makes someone casual may not make like like the, i think there's a spectrum of 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 fandom right so we're so used to like left and right arguments here in america that it makes sense to do this so let's say the far left is the hardcore fan the far the farther left you go, the more hardcore you are, and the farther right you go, the more casual you are, right? That that's the spectrum we're gonna work on. Um, I don't think anyone is a hundred percent far furthest point to the left, and I don't think there's anyone that's a hundred percent furthest to the right. I. Well, I'll take it back. There are people on each side, but those are the minority. Most people, just like in anything you try to do a spectrum on, most people are somewhere in the middle. In the middle, 90% of that spectrum. Right? And then you have, like, 5% that are the extreme hardcore of most hardcore fans. And then you have the 5% that's the extreme... uh you know, casual of all casuals, right? And and being on those sides that don't make you wrong, it just makes you super extreme on your side. And and when I say extreme, I mean like the extreme hardcore fan, that 5% of the fan base that would consider themselves extremely hardcore, first off, you can tell who they are. And second, they are annoying, Um, But I'm going to be completely honest, Um, just like on the political spectrum, I hate the far left, but I also hate the super far right on the political spectrum because they're both as equally annoying. I also and I don't want to like when I say hate, I mean, I, I don't understand you is what I'm talking about. Like I don't understand being so extremely hardcore as a wrestling fan that it like ruins your personal life if you have one, um, but I also don't understand being so casual. Um, cause at some point, if, if you're just that, if you're that extremely casual, which is why I believe even on the casual side, no one falls completely a hundred percent casual. Um, because I, 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 I don't think anyone can just be that casual where wrestling doesn't matter to them. If it didn't matter to you, you wouldn't tune in to watch. And so I, I believe it's a, a spectrum. Um and I believe most people are closer to the middle uh with leanings of hardcore casual. And so I wanna tell you what I think is casual fan. Right? So casual fan is not just the guy who watches on the pay-per-views and maybe miss it. That is part of it is the frequency in which you watch. But I don't think if you watch every wrestling show every week and you like and you schedule it into your, your time, I don't think that makes you a hardcore fan. I think that makes you a passionate fan. I think you could be passionate about what you love and and still be casual about it. So for me, casual is just the lens in which I watch wrestling. So I'll be honest. I've been 100% honest. I used to be the super hardcore guy who would go to all the indie shows and mark out all the time. And I have a deep understanding of of some of the history of wrestling, not as much as others. Um, I I've, I watch all the documentaries. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring on on Vice, it's one of the best documentary series ever if you want to watch something about the bad side of wrestling. Um I watch the documentaries, I engage in the IWC tweets and Facebook posts, and I'm in a, a Facebook group and, and and I would say this on the in the casual community, I'm one of the least casual fans in terms of like on that spectrum I'm I'm closer to the middle than most people in that group and it's just because I do have that knowledge I do have but what I also believe it's not the frequency it's not how much you know what makes me casual is the lens I view wrestling from I I believe that the best definition for a casual fan is someone who understands that wrestling is fake, that it is choreographed and it is an entertainment show. And therefore it should not ruin the rest of your week. If something doesn't go the way you want it to go, you have, you have hardcore fans out here who when their favorite wrestler loses, they go on there and they bitch and moan and complain. That, that That's a hardcore fan. Uh, at the same time, as a casual fan, I may not like a result of something, but I understand the story enough that it is a story to understand, okay, this is why it's happening. And so I think, to me, a casual fan is the person who, who can watch the show, not take it personally, and understand that the story is the most important thing? It's like reading a book. Now, first of, all, I don't read a lot of books. Let's talk about movies because I, I I watch movies a lot more than I read books. Um, but it's like going to the movies, right? It's supposed to be a fun time. Now, you may have different emotions, right? If a, if a main character dies, you may cry. But that's the, the director's point is to get you to feel that emotion. But when the movie's done, if you're going to sit here and Harper over the fact that fucking Iron Man died for six years or however fucking long it's been. And I, I know there's that one Marvel fan who is still, I can't believe they killed off Iron Man. Shut the fuck up. It's not that fucking serious. Right? And that's how I feel about wrestling. If you're gonna sit here and harp, they M- M- Cody should have beat Roman at WrestleMania. Now shut the fuck up. It's not that important. Like it's not that deep, and th- that decision of of them keeping Roman as champion made for a much better story down the line. And that's how I see it. Right. I see it as a television event. I see it as a show, as a story. And when that when it's over. I don't sit and harp over um the finute details of the story because I'm not the guy writing the story. Right? I don't sit here and harp over people when their character names change. Like god forbid Pete Dunn becomes Butch because I'm not going to Look, if, first off, there's there's a logical reason why they did it if you uh, fucking understood shit. Um which is WWE wants to make money off their talents and their names. And to be fair, you know, WWE could have just said, you know what? We'll keep you Pete Dunne, but we're going to copyright Pete Dunne. So when we release you or when you don't renew your contract, you can't use the name Pete Dunne. Right. But instead of doing that, they said, we respect you enough that we're going to let you to keep your real name, your birth name, Pete Dunne. We're going to allow you to use that on the indies if you're no longer with WWE. So we're not going to copyright it. Hey. Hey, Walter, we respect you enough that one day you're either not going to resign or we're not going to resign you or we're going to release you, which would be the biggest mistake in their life if they did that. But one day you're not going to be a WWE superstar either. You're going to retire. At that point, we want you to be able to use that name that you made, made your name with Which is also his birth name, by the way, and so a lot of the people whose names changed were because it was their birth name, and WWE didn't want to copyright the birth name, so they didn't have to go through lawsuits and and the whole legal trouble that they went through with Cody Rhodes with Cody trying to regain the Rhodes last name, and so they changed them. But characters' names change all the time. Kane, we don't refer to him as Isaac Yankum when he's the demon do we i mean you might i don't right you're not going to go watch the new uh mission impossible movie with tom cruise in it i don't know his character in mission impossible because i don't watch mission impossible i've never seen one i know that's a that's a hot take for for some of you moviegoers but you're not going to go there and watch that movie and be like why are they calling him this name his name's obviously maverick If you stood up in a movie theater and you were watching John Wick when the new one comes out, which I'm sure there's a new one eventually, and you stood up and said, why are we calling him John Wick? His name's Neo. If you stood up in the movie theater, I would tell you to sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up if you did that. Because it's a different story. It's a different character. So while Butch may possess qualities of Pete Dunne, it is a different character. It is Butch. So call him Butch. Call Gunther Gunther. It's a completely different character than the Walter gimmick he played in NXT. Is Imperium the same? Sure. But it's a little that there's tweaks to it than what the Imperium was in NXT. There's peak there's there's tweaks to it. And again, it's a different character on a different show. NXT is a different show than Raw, right? Is it in the same universe? Sure. Like I can understand the argument. But it's a stupid argument, especially when you realize that the names changed so that those talents can use their names they got themselves over with on the indies on the indies again. That's the whole reason this happened. Right. So casual fandom is, to me, the lens in which you see it when you see and you recognize it's a show. And when the show's over, you can discuss what happened. But I don't sit here and complain, oh, God forbid, my favorite guy. If I wanted to, I could sit here every week and complain that Dolph Ziggler is underutilized. My favorite wrestler of all time. I could sit here and ask, what the fuck happened to J.D. McDonough? I could sit here and and critique a lot of things about the product because my favorites aren't winning or aren't being booked right but I don't because I recognize that it's a show and there's a story being told now I have to acknowledge I guess the other side of of fandom so how you watch a show so so a casual watcher is the lens you watch it through it's the show isn't as important uh, right, and so I, I would consider myself a casual football fan as well, because I love my team. You damn better make sure you understand that I love the Clemson Tigers, love the Clemson Tigers. My username is a re- literally a reference. We too deep four one three is literally a reference to Clemson. We too deep being our team slogan. Four one three is Deshaun Watson to Hunter Renfro which was the pass that won us the national championship against Alabama. It's literally I love Clemson football. I love Clemson athletics in general. Um but I'm a casual fan, here's why. If I miss a game, right? I know a lot of people who who watch sports where they record every game that's on TV and then they go back and watch it after the game gets played. If they know they can't watch it live, they'll record it. And I hate watching recorded sports events because I get alerts of them anyway. I know the I know how it's going to end, so I don't record the like 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 my dad records the NASCAR races all the time. And then he'll go back and watch them like 2 days later and I'll be like, "You know who wins. There's no point in watching the entire race if you know who won already." Because this isn't wrestling, right? because in wrestling we know who wins, but the fun of wrestling is to watch the story get get told, right? Whereas in normal sports, if I know the Patriots win, why would I watch the game? Um, other than to just you know evaluate my team, but I, I don't even care enough to do that. I'm a super casual football fan. I'm not the type of fan that hoots and hollers and screams at the TV and stands up and pumps his fist every time there's a a good play. I'm not that type of person. If you watch me watch a football game, I'm the most boring fan of the sport you've ever seen because I'm in my chair and I'm just evaluating the game the way that I take it in, which is, hey, win or lose, I'm still going to be a fan of this team, and the result doesn't affect my personal life the The, the Bruins this season in hockey, right? I'm a casual hockey fan. Why is that? the Bruins first of first off with with hockey, 82 games is too long for me to, to pay attention to, so I don't normally start to pay attention to hockey till right about the trade deadline when we start making the playoff push. Um I'll keep up with the records. i'll I'll get alerts, but I don't watch games until right around the end of February, beginning of March as we're making that playoff push, right? And the Bruins this past season was a I, I looked at my roster. I said in the in the beginning of the season, we're gonna suck. We'll, we'll probably be the wild card and we'll barely make the playoffs and we'll get eliminated first round. and that's right. What ends up happening? The Boston Bruins are now the most points ever gained if you don't understand the point system in hockey. So for a win, it's two points. For a loss, it's zero points. If you go to overtime or a shootout and you And you win, you still get the two points. If you lose and you go to overtime or shootout, you get one point, right? So the most points ever gotten in a season, the Bruins did this year. The most wins in a season, the Bruins did this year. They had a record season, right? Just to blow it away and barely win two games in the playoffs. But when the Bruins got eliminated, there were Bruins fans who for three, four weeks we're weeping and moaning about, I can't believe the Bruins just lost. And I was over it in about 30 minutes. I was over it in about 30 minutes. I said, you know what? We had a good season. We lost. It's what happens. You know why I was over it in 30 minutes? Because I understand the idea of matchups matter in the playoffs. Right? And I feel like this is turning into a, a sports podcast. But, but I understand, like, Matchups matter in the playoffs, in sports, right? And we ended up playing the only team. So there were two teams. There were two teams in the NHL all year that either tied or beat the Bruins in in what we would call the season series. So we played the Panthers, I want to say, three times. They beat us in the series. Or it could have been twice and we tied. It was like 2-1 to one or 1-1 one to one or something like that. There may have been 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, it was 2-2 two because two we played them four times. But they were the hardest team in the regular season we played against. The only other team was the Carolina Hurricanes, which would have been the team we would have had to play next. And we probably would have lost or we would have played. If we would have beaten the Panthers, we would have probably ended up having to play the Hurricanes in the Eastern Conference Finals where they probably would have beat us because they be beat the shit out of us a couple times in the regular season, right? Those were the only two teams that we struggled against in the regular season, and unfortunately, matchups matter, and we played the, the Panthers, who were basically playing playoff hockey for the, la- the, the two weeks prior, trying to earn a spot into the playoffs, and they got hot, right? Right? That's just how, that's how sports work. I'm not going to get upset because we lose a series. It's not that important to me. It's just, I feel so many people sort of, and I don't want to use like religious language, but they idolize their sports to where everything that happens affects them personally as if they benefit when they win a championship and they, they, it's to their detriment when they lose. I just don't think that way. Right, when the Patriots were going on their run of Super Bowls, like after like the third or fourth one I saw them win, like, okay, I've been here before, I'm not gonna sit here and Right, but I'll watch fans whose team wins the Super Bowl for the first time, and they sit there and they tout it forever. Or you can be like a Cowboys fan who sit there and live on the past, even though you haven't made you haven't made the Super Bowl in my lifetime, Cowboys fans. It has literally been... I'm turning 26 this year. You have not made the Super Bowl in my lifetime. Shut the fuck up about this being your year. (laughs) I digress. Back to wrestling. And so... I just... It's a lens that you watch it through. You understand that it's not that important. Just have fun and enjoy what you're watching. And... But on the same time, I also think it's how you react to the community. And so this is where I I say I'm a little bit more hardcore of a fan than most of the casual fans. The interaction with social media. Now, I don't tweet anything wrestling that much anymore. If anything, I hardly use Twitter Anymore, I more so use Twitter just to get news. I don't really tweet much of anything. Um, but on TikTok, and I'm guilty of this, of just interacting with the IWC stitching videos, duetting videos, commenting on videos. Um, and so this is where I become a little bit more hardcore. And I don't think it's because I'm a hardcore fan. It's just the way that I was sort of built. So I will explain. I don't think it makes me less of a casual fan. I just have a a, a philosophy on, you know, I have an opinion. I feel I have the right to that opinion, just as everyone else does. And that I feel that as a culture, not just in the wrestling world, but as a culture in general, we have lost the art of debate. Now, this is where we're going to go down this weird tangent as if we haven't already. Um, I feel we've lost the art of debate. Um, And what I mean by that is, and this really started around the 2015 presidential debate cycle. And I'm not going to get, try to get too political. I think it was all... Now, first off, if you understand, well, we did have democratic debate I think I think it was all candidates right the republican debates the democratic debates they were all awful uh no one watched the democratic debates because we already knew who the candidate was going to be that was just a formality that had to happen but the 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 republican debates were the most I don't know how to put this nicely they were not a debate. You can't call what we got in 2015 and, and since then debates. They, it was just a pissing contest because we've lost the art of debate. I love to sit and watch actual debates happen. I don't know if anyone is like me. I'm a little bit weird this way where I can go on YouTube and watch a three-hour debate and, and just sit there and enjoy it. Be, it's just the way that I I love learning different things, I love watching documentaries, I love, um, you know, I'm a lot, if you haven't figured out yet, I'm a very logical person, and so under, and, and and to form my opinions, I need other people's opinions so that I can defend my opinion, so that I can formulate it to the furthest extent of where I believe it should go, and, and, and so in that, I love um discussion with the IWC and I interact with them and I try to understand their opinion so that I could formulate my opinion to either one conform to theirs if if I do agree with them but also if I disagree I want to know where what their argument is so that I can argue against it and it's because I love the art of debate and, and so, how how does a real debate happen? Well, let's say we were debating the the best cereal, and and you were saying Cheerios was the best cereal, and I was saying Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Or that's a bad. This is a bad. Let's do. We'll still go to the breakfast aisle, but let's say you were debating in favor of. You pour the milk before the cereal, and I was arguing in the correct way that you pour the cereal and then the milk. Um, and we were arguing, so, 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 what ends up happening is each person has a side, they have an opinion. Now, debate is not trying to convince the rest of the people listening to believe your opinion that's not what debate is for you're not trying to convince anyone you're trying to give the the reasoning behind your side and the other person does the same and then what you do is you leave the audience with with the points of both views and they then determine which one they agree with that's how a debate works but it's formal and it's organized right and so it's I'll give my opening statement for ten minutes, and then my, my opponent will come in and give his opening statement for ten minutes, and then we'll give our argument and then we'll we'll give our rebuttal to their argument and we go back and forth and it's an hour two three hours long of just here's my point here's here's your rebuttal to my point here's my rebuttal to your rebuttal, and we have a formal debate, and i we've we it's an art form not everyone can do it. But we've even lost the ability to even try to do it. Now we just resort to child's play, high school tactics, where we just call people names, and if they disagree with us, we'll just scream louder to them that they're wrong, and we don't sit and have a conversation. And I think that that's needed if we want to form an actual community, having discussion, having arguments. We won't. We don't all have to agree. But the way that I believe is that if you have an opinion, but you don't know how to defend the opinion, your opinion's worthless to me. And I'm not saying that you can't have it, but you have to be able to justify it. So if you have an opinion and you don't know why you believe that, you have a bad opinion. And it's not because the opinion itself is bad. It's because you don't know how to defend it. And so if you believe something, you have to be able to to defend what you believe. And I feel that a lot of people don't know how to do it, especially on the IWC. So I do, I'll, I'll, I'll completely admit to this, I do interact with them with the intention of forcing them to have to defend what they believe. And oftentimes what they end up doing is is proving my point. They don't know how to do it. They don't know how to defend themselves. And so I love getting in arguments and and debates and conversations, even if it does get tough. Because I think everyone should have the right to, first off, say what they want to say. But I also think everyone should have the right to disagree with someone. And so if, if I say something and you disagree with it, you have the right to respond to it. And we can have that conversation. I love doing that. Right. But but here's the key to a debate. You have to know the other side so that you can. Right. So if I'm arguing, you know, that milk goes after the cereal, I have to know why this person likes. And this is a a, a shitty example. But uh, I mean, we we could use a lot of other examples of, you know, political topics as well. I'm trying to get one that's not super divisive. Um So, I'm going to say this, and I hope that no one actually agrees with one of these sides. Um, This is about as far outlandish that I can get. I I would feel everyone agrees the same way. Right? We should end human trafficking. I think everyone would agree with that. Now, there are people on this planet, a.k.a. child traffickers, who would disagree. Who probably would be like, no, this is why we have to do it. It's a, blah, 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 right I, I refuse to understand their point of view, by the way, because they're wrong. It's just it's just blatant evil. But let's just say we were having that debate in order to debate him properly to rebut what he was going to say. I would have to know what he's going to say. And so I would have to research why someone would would think we should keep child trafficking. Right, so I would have to give my facts of why child trafficking is bad, which is pretty fucking obvious, by the way. <laughs> and then I would have to research what he would say in response so that I can send, this is what you're going to say and this is where you're wrong. And this is why, right, you, you say this, but this is the actual stat, right? Or, or, you know, you could you could debate that, but that's how an actual debate goes in. I'm just trying to give a... Uh, an example, without trying to offend anyone because in this day and age, and this is where I think it also comes down to, we've lost the art of debate because everyone gets so offended when someone disagrees with their opinion. You can disagree with me all you fucking want. It doesn't hurt my feelings. It's not going to change my opinion. It's just not. Um. And so, I am a little bit more hardcore in that I do engage with them. And... I do love the argument, and I do love challenging their points of view. It's a a thing that I love to do, and at the end of the day, though, I'm not trying to change their opinion. I just really want them to to understand their opinion and then defend their opinion. If they start to defend their opinion, a lot of times I back off once I realize that there's no point in, in, in arguing with them anymore. But I feel a lot of people don't have logical arguments for why they have their opinion. Um, And so and it's also a strategy for me to understand to to get their argument so that I can formulate defenses against their argument. So I may go in and lose an argument. I may go in and, and and but what I but I don't lose because I gain the argument that they use so that I can then. Again, I'm a logical person, right? And so for me to formulate an opinion, I need to know, first off, what do I believe? So I can say that the sky is blue, right? If that's the opinion I'm trying to to have, I then need a logical reason to defend that belief. And if I don't have that logical reason to defend that belief, I don't believe the belief until I have a logical reasoning for it. It's just uh, my brain works on rationale and and logic. It's the it's the only way it works, and it's it's a pain in the ass sometimes. I wish I could be that type of person that could sort of suspend belief and not need lo- need things to make logical sense to enjoy them. But there's a lot of things that people that look like well hypothetically if this happens and then they give the most illogical example ever. And I'm sitting there and said, well, that can't happen. Now I'm defending the fact that now I'm arguing the fact that it can't happen rather than just sort of defending the point. Right. Because everyone loves to give hypotheticals. But if you give me a hypothetical and it doesn't make logical sense, I don't fucking interact with that in a positive way. Because now I'm arguing and yelling at you that, hey, that doesn't fucking happen. Right. That's just the way that I am. It has to make logical sense. And I've said this before, but I don't think I don't feel people take their opinion and stretch it to the furthest extent. And I I, I literally spend probably ninety percent of my day, eat, like at work, while I'm driving, doing whatever. I probably spend more time, um, contemplating my my opinions and like trying to get rationale, and 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 and, and you know. I'll I'll use this example. I'm trying not to make this so long, but it, you know this is what you sign up for when you when you listen to me rant. Uh, you know my favorite uh, YouTube channel right now. I think it's Jubilee who does this. It's either Jubilee or Cut, and they have a series called Middle Ground, where they take like two opposing points of views and they basically force them to have a, a discussion about it. And sometimes it's good, sometimes it's just complete waste of time. Um. But the, way the what they do is is um, they ask a prompt, and they ask the people who agree with the prompt to step forward first. They do their little discussion, and then they ask the disagreeers to come up, and they have a, a group discussion. And when they ask the prompt, every video I watch, every single there's five or six, seven per video, and every prompt that they ask, I pause it, and I give my answer. And then I listen to their answer, and then I pause it again. And so a 30-minute video may take me two hours to watch because I'm formulating and, and being a part of the discussion as if I'm there. Fucking weird. I understand. But that's just how I right. I watch documentaries, and I watch stuff like, like these videos because I always want to be ready to defend my opinion. And I, I believe if you have an opinion and you're not a, able to defend it, there's no point in having that opinion. Because it's not an educated opinion. Um, And and I think that's the problem I have with a lot of American culture. Is we don't try to educate ourselves on why we have opinions. We just love to have opinions. And we love to agree with people. Even when it means we agree with stupid shit. Um, And so... Things need to make logical sense to me. And if it doesn't make logical sense to me, then it's hard for me to follow. But let's wrap this back in. Let's lasso this back in here. And and sort of end it. Overall, like I said, your fanness, the level in which you're a fan is a spectrum. I don't think there's a clear definition of what makes one a casual versus a hardcore fan. I think... It's it's the way you watch the product. It's it, it does definitely have to do with the frequency. If you're watching eighteen hours of wrestling a week and it's by choice and you're putting it on your calendar, this, that, and the third, you're a little bit hardcore. You you gotta admit you're a hardcore fan. Right? And everyone wants to complain about why do we have this division. That's just the way life is, my dude. <laughs> Life is divided. You're either you're either Coke or you're Pepsi. You can like both, but you have a favorite. Which by the way, it's it's Pepsi. <laughs> uh and see, see and you can create that debate, right? You're either Coke or you're Pepsi. You're either Uh you know, you're either McDonald's or you're Burger King or Wendy's or In and Out or whatever the fuck you like to eat, right? Your your subway or your Jersey mics or your Jimmy right. We have options, and so there's division for what's the best because there's options. That's what makes everything better, right? Right. If 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 there wasn't any option and everyone had to just sort of be united, and, and here's the second thing. I refuse, and this is in every aspect of life. I refuse to unite with people who dislike me. So, for example, so I was I was told this was by my brother. I'm going to bring him on on next Wednesday's show. Um, we're gonna have we're gonna sit down and we're gonna have a debate. It's ex, it's a it's uh executively produced, and and all the questions are formed by DJ Wavy D. By the way. <laughs> um, and, um, so, so he asked me, like, why don't I just, you know, try to unite with and be friends with the IWC on TikTok? And, and, and I sat here and I said, cause they don't even want to accept my opinion. Being friends with them, trying to be cordial with them would require me to change my opinion or they don't associate with me. Right? I mean, we're talking about the group that I had a, a, a an opinion that differed with them and they kicked me literally if they were fine with it I they would try to get me completely banned off of TikTok for for that for the for the post that I had. For the opinion. I, I literally shared my opinion trying to have a cordial conversation and i get removed from you're not you're not allowed to be here you can't talk about this you can't have your this opinion right i mean we're talking about the same people and i probably shouldn't mention this but i will anyway y'all y'all know me i don't give a fuck <laughs> we're talking about the same people who had rick steiner and, and 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 I'm sure TikTok didn't have Rick Steiner removed, but it's the same. It's the same uh, belief system. It's the same sp- spirit. That same spirit that told me I can't have my opinion about anything that differs from their opinion on TikTok. That same spirit is the spirit that controlled WrestleCon. From kicking Hall of Famer Rick Steiner from the event because some people might be hurt because he has a differing opinion than than other people, he's not allowed. Right? It's the same. It's the same. Uh, it's the same spirit that that controls these fans. To to when when something happens, they bully Ridge Holland off of Twitter. It's the same spirit that critiques Kane who is a mayor of a city for posting his policy on his twitter you know what he's supposed to do he's doing his job and he gets critiqued by it because he holds a different political opinion than most of the wrestling fans on twitter and so he gets critiqued by it and he gets called names and right and 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 i i don't stand with that I, I'm not going to unite with that. You're not going to, right? If you ruin the vibe of how I try to interact with people, I just won't interact with you no more. So did, did they get their wish? Did I leave Talk? Absolutely the fuck I did. Because honestly, I'm not wanted there, so why would I even be there? But at the same time, I don't think that should be the way we look at it. I think they should be adults and allow people to have differing opinions. And you can disagree but why is it only that when people when people in the minority opinion disagree why are they the ones that have to shut up why when we disagree with the IWC why are we the ones that have to shut up why don't they reevaluate their opinion and see if maybe they're wrong see that that's where that's where my issue comes into it and i'm i'm a little bit more Let's run in and have conflict than than other people, some people are more level headed. I'm the type of person where like if they want to have conflict, let's have conflict. We'll go in guns blazing, and i'm gonna just I'm just gonna spit off the truth and if you don't like it, that's not my fucking problem, and that's just how I've always lived and so i I just to wrap this up finally for real if If you're a casual fan, you're welcome. If you're a hardcore fan, I welcome you to listen to this. I know I say that this is a casual fans podcast for casual fans. It's a podcast for casual fans by casual fans, right? That's what I I market this as, if I were to market it. Because that's more so what I'm talking to, because I make this podcast for the listener. That's why I'm so heavy on Discord questions. And, and discussing things we discuss in the discord because that's who I make this for. I don't podcast to make money. I don't podcast to be an influencer. I don't podcast to make myself seem more knowledgeable. I podcast for two reasons. One, for the discord so that I can express you know our discussions on here and I can you know, if they have questions, I say, hey, that's a good podcast question, but it's more importantly, because this is where I get my this is where I release my opinions. And ultimately it's for me. If you don't like what I say on my podcast, you don't have to fucking listen. Because it's for me. It's a it's a recollection of, of my opinion. And if no one listened to it, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. Because I'm not trying to market this thing to get viewership. This is just a way it's just like I, I used to and every every now and then create like rap songs Now I'm not good at it at all it's, it's it's a literal hobby and it's literally a way for me to put what I'm thinking in words and and I'll post it, but I don't expect anyone to, to listen to it or to even like it. but it's a way for me to say this is how I'm feeling I'm gonna put it over a beat. And it may or may not sound good, but it's just, I like it, so I'm going to do it. Because everything that I do is for me, right? The music that I make, not good. I'll go ahead and say it. I'm not the best rapper. I'm not the best singer, but it's for me. Um, What people don't realize is that me being able to express my opinion on, on Twitter over how And TikTok, especially on TikTok over the last how many ever years that I've done it since my first video. It is, it's, it's, y'all, y'all if y'all would have seen me in high school, I was fucking, I didn't talk to nobody. You probably would have thought I would have shot up to school. Um, I was just, I was super introverted. And this has gotten me out of the shell to where I can talk to people now and not have a panic attack. Like, this is therapy for me. And now I feel like I'm talking in, like an F, but it's literally th- therapy for me, for me to be able to express my opinion and to not explode because I'm not allowed to t- like, I don't know about you. And this, is, this may cross the line from wrestling to political, but I'll say again, I don't care if people disagree or not. I'm fucking sick and tired of it, of being told that I'm not allowed to have an opinion because, because Oh, I'm cautious when I say this, but fuck it. I'm tired of not being able to have an opinion or being told I'm not allowed to have an opinion because I'm straight, white, and male. Right? And I'm not trying to have, like, oh, you're persecuting me. But we're but we're literally the most censored group in America right now. If you're straight, white, and male, you can't have an opinion without a fucking offending somebody. And this has crossed the wrestling line, so I'm going to go ahead and end it here and, and try to save not offending somebody else, but, but that's just how I feel. And and so I do this podcast for me and for the discord and this one got a little bit more personal, but I'm just tired of being like, you have to agree with this opinion or have your opinion. I don't care. I just want that same respect for me. I I just want, I, I respect however you want to live your life. That's fine. I just want that same respect for me. And it feels like that doesn't happen. It feels like if you disagree with the majority opinion in any topic you talk about now, you disagree with it and you're canceled. And and, and I just, I don't, I, I can't, I don't understand that logic. Oh, you disagree with me, so I'm going to cancel. you? No, no, no. Let's have a fucking conversation. Like fucking adults. And this is me bitching and moaning too much. So um, I know I've said we're going to end it, but that's that's where we'll end it for real. Or else we'll be here for the next two hours. Um, and uh, so with that, thank you all for listening. I do want to know what you have to say. I know this one isn't as interesting as the other episodes because I didn't really do much discussion of anything really wrestling related. But this is just an episode that I've been contemplating doing for the longest of times. Um, and I, re- I finally got it done. I finally had enough of not doing it. Um, and I ended up doing it. Um, if you agree, disagree, I want to know, I want to know, uh, your opinions on what I said. I really do. Like, I honestly want to have conversation. I don't have a, I don't have a lot of friends to really talk, talk wrestling with. And so I, I this is this is part of why I enjoy this community because I have a group of people I could talk wrestling with right now. Um and we don't just talk wrestling. We talk uh, we talk food. Shit, I just got a notification recording this asking uh like what is the top like is cinnamon toast crunch the top cereal or something like that. Like shit, we talk food, we talk entertainment, the fucking fu- inside jokes right now of of, uh, what is it, Crazy Dave and, and the most fun animal? If you're on TikTok and you know what we're talking about, right? You know, the, the flaming holes and the and the bergs, right? We just have a fun time. And we don't just talk wrestling here. But it's a friend group. Literally, most of them are, are are friends now. Like, I would consider them friends. So, I just... This, I needed to say this because if I didn't, I would literally explode. What is a casual fan? The, the definition's up to you. But I believe that the spectrum, based on the lens you watch the show, and, and and there's other factors as well, but even if you watch all the shows, you're not necessarily hardcore. If you buy merch, you're not necessarily hardcore. If you collect... Like, I collect... I wish I could show you, I collect uh, NASCAR die It's just something I like to do, right? I'll go to Walmart and I'll find one that I don't have and I'll buy it. It's just, I like NASCAR. I'm not a fan of every driver that I buy, but I try to collect them just because at some point if I get, get, get them signed, they're worth something. It's just something I like to do. Doesn't make me a hardcore NASCAR fan. I could really, I don't really watch every NASCAR race. I don't. I, and if I miss a NASCAR race, cool, right? But that's what we ended up. I want to know what you guys got to say. Uh, if you like this rant, I know you guys like me ranting because I say some crazy shit. But um, and I'm not going to remember half of what I said in this podcast in about two in about twenty minutes. Uh, so uh, shit, I've already forgotten what I said at the beginning. But anyway, we'll uh, we'll end it here. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you um, next Wednesday. Also, next Wednesday, you'll get Queen City Pro Wrestling back. Had to take a week off. Completely forgot to record it. Wasn't feeling well last Saturday when I normally record it. But that will be back next week. And uh, with that, thank you all for listening, and I'll see you next Wednesday.